righty. Okay, we are live. I'm not going to front. I'm a little nervous. This is a first for me at Ghost Cult. Um, bear with me. I'm we got brand new gear uh, for streaming. So hopefully this all works. I'm also going live on Instagram, which I have never done both of these at the same time before. So wacky shit all around. Um, I got a camera here to look at. I got a camera here to look at. What's up, YouTube? What's up, Instagram? We'll see how long I can do the both of these. Sorry if I'm not making eye contact with both of you at the same time. Coming to you live from the Ghost Cult HQ in San Francisco, California, even though we are a worldwide organization, New York, London, Tilburg, the Netherlands, Canada, Scandinavia, all over the USA. I'm coming to you live with the Weekly Ritual Music News Show. Um, we never have done this before where we did this show as a live show. Feel free to drop comments. Anybody who wants to make a donation in the live chat and bless us with some funds, help keep the lights on. We're happy to answer any questions you have, talk about the news of the week, chop it up about just about anything you want. I saw Black Adam. I have many thoughts. Mostly that it's good. Don't listen to critics, sometimes even music critics. We get shit wrong. This is a different angle. This is my interview angle. For those who are used to seeing me do all my interviews here on the channel, we've had a bunch of bangers recently. Sammy Duet of Goat Whore, uh, Willie Adler of Lamb of God, incredible. Next week, we've got Devin Townsend. Today, This week alone, I did five or six more, including today, where I did John Bush of Armored Saint, formerly of Anthrax. Matt Harvey of Exhumed, Derek Vela from Tomb Mold, and Outer, you know, just so many bands that guy's in. And um, his new one is Dream Unending, which has their second record coming out in a few weeks. So I had a tremendous week of interviews, a lot of content, a lot of stuff to get into. First and foremost, if you're new to the channel, we thank you for being here. Please like and subscribe. We are not the punk rock NBA. We are not Loudwire. We are not the biggest of the bigs, but we are humble and we are mighty. We put out content every damn day on our website at ghostcoldman.com, on this YouTube channel, on the gram. Shout out to you guys on the gram. So, you know, thanks for being here. And again, uh, perhaps we'll keep this whole live stream also on Insta. We'll see how long I can keep it going for. Mainly this is for our YouTube channel and we'll spread it around to other places. But again, grateful to be here. Thanks for spending a little bit of your interwebs time with us. We are hopefully not too pretentious, hopefully very humble and deserving of your attention. So I got my cameras here. I have my script here on the screen next to me. And we're going to give it a shot to do our weekly show that we normally produce and edit. Thanks to my partner in crime and my producer, Omar Cordy, for normally doing these. We shoot these on video with a different angle. We write a script. This is the process. We write it. We produce the show ourselves. We write a script. We put many pieces together, including our New Music Friday segment, which is a separate segment here on the YouTube. You can go watch right after this. I will link everything in the description when we're done, just like a normal episode. But normally these are chopped up. We edit them in, you know, a part of a day or more. Sometimes we're keeping them short and we put them out live. And I feel like we put them out into the world and we serve a good purpose. Uh, we also have a newsletter. We also have a Kofi. Please, you know, feel free if you feel 
inclined and you're enjoying this, drop us a donation. We, again, really appreciate it. It's hard out here. So we, we operate this website just like any DIY band. Uh, we've got some affiliate partners and some sponsors, but not too much corporate participation, if any. So I like to think that we're a little bit different than some of our peers out there. No shade, no shade, just saying. So thanks for being here. And uh, ha, where did I get this shirt? This shirt uh, on on Instagram, knelt before. This is uh, yeah, type 2 diabetes Wilford Brimley shirt. Uh, should not be making a, a laughing matter or illness that is claimed members of my family and may someday get me. But Meth Syndicate, check them out on Instagram. Usually surprise drops, fun shirts. Everybody knows I bring the fun as well as the metal. So you got to have a little bit of balance of both. Life is a dumpster fire inside of a dumpster fire. Uh, my hat, in case you guys are curious, is the great Toxic Holocaust. Shout out to Joel Grind, one of my favorite people in music. So with that out of the way, let's get into it. And let's see, I've got the script here. Again, anybody's in the chat, feel free to jam on. I will pop out the chat just in case anybody's got questions to ask. But uh, here we are. No moderator. It's just me. So I'm going to put the chat over here in another window here. So I know I may look a little uh, disjointed. Rage and Rosie, one of our best writers, is here in the chat on Insta. Thank you so much, Rosie. Thanks for everything. Killer job on all the things. Ghost Cult and more coming up. So uh, now that we're here, let's get into the news rundown. In case you missed it, things you might have missed this week at Ghost Cult Man. Perhaps if you've been checking out Blabbermouth, you saw that Blabbermouth shared our awesome interview with Jeff Young of the Kings of Thrash, also formerly of Megadeth. They just did their first weekend of live performances. The scoop is they're in the studio writing an EP that is Jeff Young, David Ellison, Chris Poland, and a few other guys, and it's going to be banging. Check out our lengthy and in-depth interview with Jeff. It's pretty killer. Uh, I feel like in this live environment, I can rap a little bit more than under the pressure I'm normally at. Hails to you, Piercing Metal, my buddy Ken Pierce. Check his site out. Very good site that we are fond, uh, fond of. So, also in the interviews this week, Pete Kowalski of Ether Coven, you might know him from Remembering Never. You might know his new band, Heathen Prayer, from Atlanta. We had an in-depth conversation with him about the brand new Ether Coven album, future new music from both his other projects, and all things in the world of Pete. Super cool. One of our favorite people in music. We did many interviews with him. This is my favorite by far. Also this week on YouTube right here. We link everything in the description when we're done. Dallas Toller Wade of Narcotic Wasteland. Not only do they have a killer new single out, they're on tour right now with Accept all across North America. An unbelievable, awesome tour. Narcotic Wasteland has a new record deal and a new album coming out in early 2023. Be on the lookout for that. Dallas, of course, formerly of Nile. In case you are unfamiliar with the name, you certainly know his riffs. Also this week at ghostcultman.com, we got a new feature interview, Morgan Y. Evans, one of our recent new writers. He's been in the scene a long time, 
and a peer we respected, and he has joined our staff for some reviews and a few interviews, and he just interviewed Pat from Geezer, the upstate New York stoner doom band, has a new album out earlier this year on Heavy Psych Sounds. You should go check that out right after this video is over. Killer band, if you love riffs. Uh, what else this week? We had our 200th podcast ever. Hooray for us. 10 years of Ghost Cult, 200 podcasts. I don't know, six, 700 videos later. Uh, it's wild. Um, I was told to watch my ums, but I, no promises there. Sorry, producer Omar Cordy. Um, thanks, everybody, watching on the uh, Instas. I'm trying to chime in on y'all. So, yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> 200 interview podcast, Sammy of Goat Whore breaks down their entire new album, track by track, songwriting, lyrics, the whole shebang a bang. Sammy's one of my favorite people. We reminisced about drinking together at Maryland Death Fest 2019. Ridiculous times, ridiculous times in the streets of Baltimore. Wild in these streets. Uh, but yeah, check out our podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, that interview is also here on YouTube. But check it out as a pod. I think it actually may even work a little better without the visuals. Also, you may or may not know, I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, kind of a sister podcast here to Ghost Cult with my buddy, Nick Cameron, who is the host. And we do deep dives on albums. We drink craft beer. We talk about vinyl nerdism. We check some music stuff out. We have random shirt conversations. We talk about Kevin Smith movies, all the things. So today, the new episode ran today as of this recording here. And uh, it's the final episode on our series on Pink Floyd animals. If you're a Pink Floyd freak like me or anybody or interested in classic rock history, you want to check out this podcast and understand how the animals cycle, as well as the brand new version of animals that just got remastered and came out, led to the wall, which people, you know, widely love is the biggest thing Pink Floyd ever did. Weigh in with a comment if you think the wall is the biggest thing Pink Floyd ever did or another album. Anywho, with that out of the way, I do want to mention that uh, we have an affiliate partner, many affiliate partners here at Ghost Cult, and this week's uh, video here is brought to you by Liquid Death Mountain Spring Water. 100% Mountain Spring Water or seltzer in these re recyclable aluminum cans. You use the code GHOSTCULTMAG at checkout when you're buying your Liquid Death stuff. You get free merch added to your order. Free merch from Liquid Death. Pretty cool. We've been with them for a few years before they blew up like they have. Uh, I drank this whole can out recently after my bunch of interviews I talked about earlier. Also drinking a Trader Joe's sparkling green apple. Uh, might have some beer later because it's been a kind of a whole ass week and a whole ass mood. But cheers to you, a little sparkly. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, nice. I'm reading some comments here. Thank you all. Yeah, Yochiri Yoda, my high school buddy, who is also an incredible guitar player and artist. Shout out to you, Yochira. Love you, bro. Uh, so kicking off the news rundown, we usually start with festivals. That's the order of operations. Festivals, some regular tours and one-off shows that are important to us and we think will be important to you. And then we get into the heart of the news. So let's do a quick rundown of the festivals. The probably the already the biggest thing next spring in North America was announced this week. The Decibel Metal and Beer Fest Philadelphia, the granddaddy of them all, will take place once again in April at the Fillmore, an incredible venue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
and will be headlined by none other than Suicidal Tendencies, The Black Dahlia Murder. Be very interesting to see how they do with Brian as the lead vocalist now. Rest in peace, Trevor, forever. Uh, Incantation, I Hate God, all doing, except Black Dahlia Murder, all those first three bands, Suicidal, Incantation, and I Hate God, all doing special exclusive sets where they play a whole album playthrough. There's also going to be a bunch of other killer bands there, including the Squala Grind, who we also just interviewed. That Look out for that soon at Ghost Cult. Very cool, Decibel Middle and Beer Fest, bunch of craft beer. Metalheads is a very exclusive event. This is a very small festival as far as festivals go. There's never more than, I think, four or 500 people maximum. That might even be too many. It might be lower than that. I'll find out for sure and be accurate next time. But super cool. Tickets are on sale now. Go check them out. Also... Announced for Inferno Metal Festival in Norway, in Oslo, Norway, next spring, is Emperor and Wittane at the top of the bill for Inferno Fest. They already have a bunch of bands booked for next year, but now Emperor and Wittane will join. That's going to be sick. We have covered that festival. We hope to cover it again. I may go there someday. It's a goal. Got to have goals and dreams, everybody. Also, this weekend, if you like the punk and emo and pop punk, maybe you do, maybe you don't. When we were young, could be awesome, could be a hot mess, is taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada, down on Fremont Street. Three days of some of the best bands ever to a certain generation. They have already announced and sold out all of next year's festival, which will be headlined next year by Green Day and the return of Blink-182, which is pretty crazy. Speaking of Blink-182, I will add another point about them, which is that I know a lot of people, they you know, announced a reunion, reunion album coming soon, new single, and the tickets sold out in minutes, predictably, Ticketmaster and Live Nation with their pricing and stuff, uh, you know, escalates as the demand rises, which is instantaneous for a huge tour. Again, these things may not matter to you, but they actually affect other things like Slipknot tickets or Metallica tickets or other bands you may want to see. So it's just interesting to watch. And Mark Hoppus went on and tried to buy a pair of tickets and he was bummed out to find out that immediately they were sold out and immediately they were like $1,300 on the resale market per ticket. And he was kind of pissed. But this is the system we have. Uh, chime in in the comments if you've ever been screwed over by Ticketmaster. We've been, by the way, had advertising from Live Nation before and I am equal parts happy to have a platform that helps me buy tickets and show my ticket at the door on my phone, but also unhappy with the pricing, the scale, and some of these, you know, scalpers and bots that seem to have a place at the table where they don't deserve one. Um, Kip NYC, what's up? Thanks for following. If you're here, awesome. Uh, I'm really appreciating coming up for Blair 79, dropping all kinds of stuff. Thank you everybody for joining. Doc Gomez, what up, what up, what up, what up? See if anybody is here in the chat on YouTube. I really can't tell because I'm looking at my script. I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at the phone. Oh, it's a little wild, but I'm doing my best. Buried Alive is the best knelt before. I agree. I also like the severed line, which I have here. Um, I'm a seltzer fanatic. So, you know, my, my all-time favorite is probably Polar Seltzer from when I lived in Massachusetts. Shout out to all my mass holes. Uh, I love Polar Seltzer so much, I may one day get that bear, Polar Bear logo tattooed on me. It's been a thought in my mind. Also in the festival circuit, uh, Eindhoven Metal Meeting, another festival Ghost Cult has covered. We were actually formed to cover festivals in the Netherlands like Roadburn, Eindhoven Metal Meeting, 
the now long gone uh, Incubate Festival, Rest in Power. That festival is amazing. Other things like Desert Fest and All Tomorrow's Talk Parties. So I know of a metal meeting coming up in this December, perhaps Ghost Cult will cover it again. Has booked My Dying Bride, Suffocation, Rotting Christ, Unleashed, and many more bands. If you ever thought about traveling for festivals all over the world for metal festivals, it is the bucket list. We're starting to get some good ones in America. We're starting to get our bookers trained to kind of create the open air experience here in North America. There's a few more commercial popular ones, but we're getting some really killer underground ones too. And uh, Eindhoven Metal Meeting over in, in near Amsterdam in Eindhoven, the Netherlands is awesome. Let's see what else. Normally I'm rapid fire through these, but today I'm just cutting through. I'm doing what I do. Let's see. Let's see. What, okay, it's time for some regular ass tour news. Literally in my notes, regular ass tours and shows. Judas Priest has kicked off the 50 Years of Heavy Metal tour. We're waiting two years for this. Queensryche is the direct support now. Uh, by all accounts, the shows have been amazing. Judas Priest is pulling out old school, old school jams. Uh, some stuff they've barely ever played or haven't played in 40 years. Unbelievable. Catch them now. Don't miss out. Highlung has mapped out the remaining 2022 and most of 2023 for their tour. And we just caught the end of their tour out west here, and it was phenomenal. We've got an awesome review at Ghost Cult. I'll link it in the description. Highlung is an incredible amplified history norse pagan folk music experience like none other i can't recommend it enough in a similar vein wardruna just kicked off their long-awaited headline tour as i mentioned uh we, we've had some long associations with that band from the very beginning of ghost cult do not miss wardruna if you get a chance also kicking off their new tour this weekend callous dow boys they just dropped their brand new album on monarch heavy we got a recent interview with carson from that band Callous Dowboys for people who miss Dillinger Escape Plan a whole lot. This is a band for you. Let's see what else we've got. Envy, the legendary post-metal band or post-rock, post-metal, hardcore band. Envy from Japan has kicked off a new European tour. They've got a three-song EP coming out next month. Let's see what else. Quicksand has their final weekend of solo dates following the end of the tour with Helmet. And uh, Quicksand's got our boy, John LaMacchia. Uh, you know him from his many projects. He's got a new solo album out, but he is joined uh, up with Quicksand as the second guitar player while Steve Brodsky is busy with his other bands, Caven and Mutoid Man. But Quicksand, last few dates, their new album's a banger from earlier this year. And of course, John's solo album and his many other things. You should check out like Candiria, his old band. Hopefully someday Kandiria will come back. We'll see. Frail is kicking off a European tour, including their appearance at UK's Damnation Fest, which Ghost Cult will be at very soon. Hails to Frail. We just interviewed them recently, too. Stone Broken is going to hit the road in 2023 for a huge Come Closer tour. Their recent album is a banger, and it's out on Spineform Records. The Black Moods have booked a hometown show in Phoenix, Arizona. Foreigner will once again take over the Las Vegas Strip. If you're missing out on these legendary classic rock bands in your life, they're not going to be around forever. Foreigner's got an exclusive headline at the Las Vegas Strip. I believe it's the Venetian Theater at the Venetian Resort, one of my favorite resorts 
in Las Vegas. I was just in Las Vegas for Psycho Las Vegas. But if you've never seen Foreigner and you love those songs, go catch the band. Tickets are on sale now. And I think those shows run late March, early April over a couple of weekends. And finally, in the uh, old guy, my back hurts category, Journey, not my favorite band ever, but Journey, many people's favorite band, and Toto are, are teaming up for a huge tour uh, in 2023 as another kind of cool package. Almost rather see Toto than Journey, but awesome for fans of both of those bands. Can't tell you how many drunken girls have sang a Journey song in a bar that I've been in proximity to. It's, it's a whole thing. So, any case, that being said, let us welcome to everybody that's here. Again, if you are on YouTube, I cannot tell. Let's see if I can just quickly flip back. This is my first time ever live streaming this kind of program live here on YouTube. Looks like we got some, see if some anybody's watching, can't tell. Okay, no idea. But if you're here, I appreciate you. Drop a comment. Feel free to drop us some money. Help us out. Um... Going on with the regular news, huge news week for lineup changes and bands breaking up. The big story of the week, certainly the biggest story of the week at Ghost Cult Mag, Jake Diffenbach is out of Rivers of Nile. This is a complete shock and a surprise. They did recently lose a guitar player and add Andy Thomas, formerly a Black Crown initiate, to their touring band. Probably going to become a permanent member of that band, I think. But Jake is out. Adam Biggs, the bassist and co-founder, will continue to be in the band and also handle lead vocals. This will be very interesting. He's got a slightly different style than Jake, but he is the co-writer and co-creator of the music of the band. So if anybody should be taking that role over, it should be him. Andy is also a phenomenal vocalist, both clean and guttural, so he certainly can help. I'm very interested to see what happens. Rivers and Isles is about to kick off a huge tour of Europe with Fallujah and Allegiant, both bands who know about lineup changes and singers quitting and leaving uh, and, and being out. But yeah, amazing stuff. And another big one is The Sword. The Sword announced, JD from The Sword announced that the band is broken up. They were on a hiatus from 2018 to 2020. The pandemic made them kind of come back together. They were already kind of planning a tour and it came back maybe just ahead of the pandemic. They did a bunch of streaming and covers and amazing stuff during the pandemic. And they hit the road fully in the last year to tour again as a full band. JD has announced the band has run its course and they are done. Super bummed. Super bummed. Great band, The Sword. Age of Winners is a all-out banger, 10 of 10 classic album in the stoner rock genre. And I'm sure JD is going to continue with his solo work and other projects. Kyle Shutt has many bands and is a host and a comedian also. So best of luck to those guys. Super bummed. And then um, Bobby Gustafson. This is an, another surprising one, or maybe, maybe not that surprising to some people. Bobby Gustafson is out of violence, the former Overkill guitarist. I just saw them a couple of months ago here in Oakland, right nearby the GC headquarters. And uh, Bobby brought a lot to the band. They have a recent EP out now on Metal Blade that Bobby was a big part of. But uh, the distance of Bobby being an East Coast guy and the rest of violence being based in the Bay Area, the split was a little too difficult in terms of you know managing the relationship of the band, according to a statement from the band. They both mutually agree it wasn't working out. That's a bummer. No shortage of great guitar people here in the Bay Area who could join Violence. I'm hopeful. Uh, I do believe Violence is working on a full album for 2023, so they will need another member at least to hit the road. Let's see what else. Halloween Ends is out. Very controversial, but I like the film. 
And the soundtrack is a banger, in addition to an incredible new score from John Carpenter, the originator of the Halloween franchise, and his son Cody, who do all that spooky, creepy Halloween stuff. The soundtrack's amazing. It's got Dead Kennedys. It's got Blue Oyster Cult, very typical Halloween music, right, for monster movies and slasher movies. But also Boy Harsher, a killer new remix of a Boy Harsher song. Is the second soundtrack Boy Harsher's been on this year, along with The Runner, the horror movie that's on Shudder right now, starring Chris from King Woman. I had to think about that for a second. Shout out to Chris from King Woman. Let's see what else in the major news. Jonathan Huelton, I hope I said that correct, formerly of Tribulation, is dropping his first solo record, Forest Sessions, on K-Scope this December. He's got a new single and a video. The album comes in several formats. And intense stuff, beautiful stuff, a little different than the gothy, black metal-influenced progressive rock of Tribulation. So Jonathan, very cool stuff here. Very excited. We interviewed him once before for Tribulation and uh, once again after. So we'll be looking forward to talking to him hopefully soon about this new record. Let's see what else. Conan has put out a dark wave record, including the single Hawk is a Weapon, their big hit single, usually one of their closing songs of their set. They put out a two song dark wave EP, I guess, and uh, it's perfect. If you love synth wave and dark wave and all things creepy and synth and 80s, get this Conan EP on Bandcamp right now. We will link it in the description after this is done being alive. Full of Hell has dropped a brand new EP. Out of nowhere, three songs, Aurora leaking from an open wound, and it is awesome. Full of Hell is one of the best bands. They do collabs. They do their own records. They take chances, take risks. One of the coolest bands ever in heavy music. Check them out. Nergal from Behemoth is on Cameo, and I'm sure he's available for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, communions, whatever he might do, but Nergal is... Joining the growing legion of people on Cameo will give you a shout out. Interesting to see how he will use Cameo. Maybe he'll use it the way Dave Mustaine did to help promote the new album from Megadeth, where he would do a Cameo for a fan and leak information that would then get shared to like Blabbermouth and Loudwire. Fun stuff there, uh, but we'll see how Nergal uses the platform. Frank Carter and the Rattlestakes have a brand new song with vocalist Jamie T as a guest. The Drugs is out now. Frank Carter, big fans here of Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. As much as we love heavy stuff, Frank Carter is also heavy, but also can be sort of punk and pop punk and all kinds of fun. Definitely a killer, killer band. Corpse Flower is the new project from Paul Booth and Eve Minor. We are big fans of Paul Booth. We'll link an interview we did with Paul here too. Uh, at his Last Rites Tattoo Gallery, now closed. Eve Minor is a musical artist we followed for a long time. They've collaborated before on Paul's solo material, but this is their own band. They have two singles out right now on Bandcamp and all streaming platforms. Please go support this awesome, awesome duo. And let's see what else we've got here. Malcolm Brickhouse, formerly from Unlocking the Truths, got a new single in a video, Mr. Marionette. He has put out a series of singles and narrative videos this entire year. Great job, Malcolm. Soen has dropped a Slipknot cover of the song Snuff off their upcoming live album that features sort of unplugged renditions of classic Soen material as well as sort of orchestra, you know, orchestral stuff with string sections and horn players, really killer. They're gonna be the opening act on the upcoming Catatonia tour. 
We'll promote that a little more in next week's show as we get closer to the tour dates. And let's see what else, what else, what else. This is really interesting. If you're in the New York City area, William Berger, who is the uh, commentator, podcaster, and announcer about the uh, New York City Opera, is putting on an epic performance called The Metalidad, Rodriguez Furioso from Heavy Metal from a heavy metal epic poem. I apologize for butchering that, but it's basically a heavy, a heavy metal poem performed by like a chamber ensemble. This is super fascinating. We'll link everything in the description. This is taking place at the LGBT Center in New York City on 1023. That's just in a few days. Definitely don't miss it Sunday at 3 p.m. in New York City. Let's see what else. The documentary hitting this weekend is In the Court of the Crimson King, King Crimson at 50. I watched this documentary. I interviewed the director, Toby Amies. That's coming soon to the channel. This thing is, again, I talked a lot about some all kinds of things, rock, metal, punk, black metal, death metal, Norse pagan folk, and now classic rock and progressive rock again. King Crimson, one of the most important, coolest bands ever. All you guys out there that love Polyphia, and Animals as Leaders and The Contortionist, those three bands have borrowed so heavily from 90s King Crimson, let alone the whole history of King Crimson. That's awesome. And this documentary is brutal, brutal, like the meme, brute. It is so brutal. Uh, it must be really hard to be in that band. That's all I'm going to say. Review coming soon at ghostcultmag.com. And let's see what else. We're almost done here. Arabrot. If I've said that correctly, Toby Driver has a brand new EP. The Heart EP mostly covers coming out December 2nd. That's really cool. First single is out now. Children of the Revolution, a cover of the T-Rex classic. And let's see, Brutus has a new album out today, and they dropped a new video for their song, What Have We Done? Such a killer band, one of the most underrated bands in the world. Brutus, look them up. In Flames has teamed up with Z2 Comics for the and Knucklebones for a figure based on their Jester Clockmaker figure from their whole history of In Flames music. And the Jester's Curse is a graphic novel coming out timed with the release of the new In Flames album, Forgone, coming in February. We've got a new interview coming up soon with Chris Broderick from In Flames. Make your jazz hands now. And let's see what else. The NHL season kicked off recently, and Sick Puppies dropped a new song, also a cover, Ready, Steady, Go, that NHL used to promote in all their videos. Super cool. There's also that NHL new album with a lot of heavy music on it from Ghost, a new album from Gojira. Sick Puppies are on there, all kinds of stuff. So much fun when the sports... I know people complain about the Super Bowl never getting metal. It's never going to happen, you guys. We're just not big enough, and that's fine. Metal needs to not be in the Super Bowl. I don't necessarily want Metallica or ACDC to be in the Super Bowl, but I don't care. But, like, it's cool that the NHL that uses rock and metal all the time at the games in person and on TV is supporting the metal and the rock. I like it. And uh, the world's first comprehensive punk museum is to open in Las Vegas, also the site of the future CBGB's museum that has never happened, but supposedly is going to happen someday. We'll see. I know there's an awesome Ramones uh Ramones Museum in Berlin that I, again, on the bucket list of places to go. I'm supposed to go to Germany next summer to see Rammstein and my buddy Dan Christian. We'll see if it happens. Hope so. Who knows if we'll even be here? Speaking of oldsters, Jefferson Airplane got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. If you like such things, the entire ceremony and speeches are online now. You can watch them. Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship. 
you know, a very important band in psychedelic rock history and uh, later to become a pop rock band. This is normally the part in the show where we have New Music Friday, where our segment that is also here on YouTube will run. Just some new albums out today include Architects, Killer New Album from Exhumed, Invictus, which is the side project from Maurizio from Cataclysm and Exdeo. Terry Genderbender of Lou Bicharettes has a new EP out today. Surge Tanking of System of a Down has a new EP out today. Others with new albums out today include Avatarium, I already mentioned Brutus, Cabal, Code Hanger Abortion, Crooked Royals, God Alone, Gospelheim, great debut from that band. Ruby the Hatchet, killer band we love, just saw them live recently. Ugly Kid Joe's Return album, the black metal band Sog, Taking Balfour, and many others. I'm going to take a, a drink here. Anybody else got a comment or a question or something for us? We'll go back through the comments and answer. And if we can't in real time, I am just not that handy to speak to the camera and type stuff out. I know other people are. We'll get the hang of this eventually. I may tell me in the comments if you like this at all. Should I move this over to Twitch and then upload it to YouTube? Should I continue to do these in a live format? How have you enjoyed this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've enjoyed this. We'll see. Normally these shows are about 10 minutes long. And we're going on about 30 minutes, but, you know, in a more conversational way when it's live, I feel like rapid fire and shouting at the camera doesn't serve anybody. Cheers. All righty. We're getting to the end of the show, folks. Uh, coming up next is the mailbag segment, one of my favorite segments when I unbox vinyl, talk about stuff I've got in the mail, labels, and other people send us stuff for free, but also stuff I have bought or, you know, someone has sent me from a band. Sometimes bands send us just boxes of merch to unbox, and we never know what you're going to get. So this week, I got an awesome shirt from Connoisseur in the mail from uh, Bay Merch. That's the company owned by Ben Oram. You may know him from All Shall Perish. He's also an incredible producer and engineer here in the Bay Area. He has Bay Merch that does merch for bands. And this is from Connoisseur, the weed-themed band from Oakland. Their sister band, Oxide, has a show this weekend you should not miss if you're in the area. And this is an awesome shirt. First of all, we take it out of the package and we've got some connoisseur stickers. Very cool. This is the art of Skinner who did this shirt design. You probably know Skinner best from his artwork for Mastodon and other bands like that. Let's unfurl the shirt. Oh, this is a this is going to be a beauty. Let's see this. See if I can do this in justice here on the screen. We'll hold it up for the camera. Hope you can see it all. Very cool. I'll be rocking that soon in another video, no doubt. Thanks, Bay Merch. Thanks, Skinner. Thanks, Connoisseur, my homies. Blessing me with the shirt. What a great thing. So, you made it to this part of the show, and you know what time it is. If you've made it this far, you are definitely one of the real ones. Thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Cult. Like and subscribe. Drop a comment. Give us some feedback. If you thought this sucked, let us know. If you thought it was cool, let us know. If you like one thing more than another, let us know. If we're missing something you'd like to see in the future, let us know. And we'll add it in later. I'm Keefe from Ghost Cult Mag. As we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. So please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep it metal. Thanks for watching.